listening to the wrong fucking album. It's not my fault. It was yeah, a good album, too. I mean, so we got four albums. God, definitely all cast tell, right there. Yeah. Tell by her. It's not stylistically just H-E-R tell, for a reason. Tell her to fucking get a better name, all right? Fucking You bullshit. listen to a band called Her with, it looked like no women in it. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. It was a better, it was a better album. So uh, this is the Drunken Mustache Podcast. I'm Logan. I've earned the title of Drunken Mustache of the Week because I listened to the wrong music album. Uh, here with me today are the people giving me shit about it. Ozzy, how's it going, Ozzy? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. And Kevin. You doing all right, Kevin? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Not at work. Yeah. yeah. Take that one. We went to full steam. It was actually kind of for my birthday celebration, so that was pretty. That was a pretty. Stone, yeah. That was a pretty pleasant thing. Full Steam is a nice little brewery. I think the biggest thing for me was the location in general. Like all the stuff going on yeah. around there was fantastic. But the Full Steam itself had a lot, of, had a lot of big space, uh, kind of like a big kind of garage area. Yeah, definitely garage. Uh, it had a lot of doors it could open up because they had a whole bar section out on their own, but they ended up opening it up, oh, allowed right. for every all that space. They had a bunch of cellars. Uh, they had a big space with a TV. And, of course, the beer. Now, uh, honestly, I'm not the best person to judge because I was fucking hammered. But, uh, Kevin, you it actually had a big impact on you. We started there. Just tell us. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and rebuttal. The things around it were not all fantastic because there wasn't any parking. So This was in Durham, North Carolina, first of all. This wasn't in Raleigh like we've usually been doing. There's uh, absolutely kinda, no parking. We went out of our way to go to Durham, specifically to go to Full Steam. And, uh, yeah, Durham's known for not having a great parking, at least that area. And, so, they um, picked this place nice. specifically because I would talk trash about it. Um, it turns out that it's actually pretty good. They just hey. choose to ship out all of their worst beers, apparently. You're you're not wrong, because uh, the one I got right here, not very good. Yeah, no. so I've had the Carver, the Working Man's Lunch, and I think I'd had one other beer by them before, and I was never impressed, but... Once you go into the tap room, they actually had, I want to say, 23 different taps. Of they had a ton beer. of taps, yeah. I remember it was that. crazy. And I, I got three beers and a flight of five, and they were all different. And I don't think I disliked any of them. So that's pretty good to actually not have a bad beer out of that many, especially for me, because I can be pretty picky. 22 beers. I have a picture yeah. right here. That's insane. And yeah, I'm going to have to say with Kevin, I had, I also had, well, I had a beer and a flight, the cookie, the uh, Girl Scout cookie flight. And yeah, I liked all of them. Yeah, the Girl Scout cookie flight being where they pair each of the beers with a Girl Scout cookie associated. So that was actually, yeah. that was actually pretty good, I thought, in my opinion, too. I, I like the idea of having that. A lot of breweries do, but theirs matched up pretty well. Uh, do you have a favorite one, Ozzy, that you remember? Of the pairing or beer in general? In, ge- in general. Well, um, I'm trying to remember. I'm looking at the uh, list now, and I, I think I had the first Frost, and that was pretty good. Um, but I think my favorite one was... Uh, the first Frost, that dark Belgian yeah, strong. Yeah, that, shit yeah. Was that, that was really good. And there was something else I had that was really... But anyways, they also had a market. No, 11-8. That was the... Lazy IPA. That was good, too. Yeah, the Lazy IPA. Yeah. No, they did have a market set up there, yeah. Hazy. Yes. He said lazy. He said lazy. Hmm. Well, that's... Anyways, 
And Malaysia matches up with what I'm interested in. They had a uh, they had a little market of local people there selling other things like artwork and plants and uh, Yo, different crafts. goods, uh, like arts crafts, and crafts yeah. mostly. And it was kind of cool. I perused it. Uh, there was some good stuff there. Uh, I didn't know they were gonna when they were gonna close it, or else I probably would have bought something. But um, turns out no. So it was a little cramped at first when I first got there. Because they had taken a lot of seating away for it. Uh, it wasn't like trophy cramp. There was plenty of room both inside and out. But there was also a lot of people there. And then after they put the seats back out, there was just... There was copious, too much, yeah, too much space. Of room, so it was completely fine. So they got that uh, to where it was pretty work, uh, working out pretty well. And uh, yeah, like like I said, I had a lot of a lot of good beer there, and I was pleasantly surprised because I had never understood why people liked Full Steam after the yeah, beers the that I had. Well, and I was actually again for me uh, after our experience at Burial, I was pleasantly surprised with the location because it was just it was very big, it was very open, and it. Kind of like you were touching on, Kevin, they revolved their events very well. Because immediately following the, uh, I guess, sale area, what, whatever we want to, bazaar, yeah. uh, they cycled everybody out. And then they set up all these TVs for the Duke-Miami game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So true. they did a great job of cycling everything around. They opened up the bar. Yeah, so I think like they they clearly understand the event space and they do a good job of managing that. My concern would be that their beers are not particularly memorable. I don't think they have any bad beers, but they didn't have anything that was just fantastic. I don't know. Uh, I, I do remember that first frost. I like the uh, they had a dark Belgian strong that was really good. They had a hazy IPA that was good. I had a. I guess a North Pacific IPA with like spruce or something in it, and that one was a uh, pretty average. Yeah, that's the one that I was and like. And eh. I would say that the saison I had, I liked it, which means it wasn't very saisony. It didn't have those like super strong kind of farmhouse kind of flavors to it, which. But other than that, I mean, most of them were, I would say above par. I put. Yeah. Almost any beer that I had there over trophy beer. Yeah, I would I would have to say it is a little bit above average. I I can't go as far as saying that it wasn't. Um, like there were things that jumped out at me, like the Anarchy Candy. I had that one too, which was also the other hazy IPA. Yeah, that was a little bank. Yeah, that one was a, a, a little bit more than the um, what was it, the eleven eight? But they were both very good, and I did like that first frost a lot. So I actually enjoyed all my beers. I had a. Had a good time there. The The event space was pretty cool. I will say that. Um, and my wife actually went a couple of days before we did. And she said she liked the place. She didn't have a beer because she had a, a cider. But she knows a couple of coworkers that work there. She works at the school and her coworkers have second jobs there. And they, they like it. It's cool, cool environment. People are pretty nice there. Um, you know, that's a very hopping place. Kind of we were talking about Durham. It's very, it's a very central location, and there's a ton of stuff to do there. There's a bunch of dive bars. Yeah, it's a very there's... revival kind of place because Durham is a, 
kind of ugly stepchild between uh, the triangle well, it's area. Got, it's got the barcade. It's got the axe throwing. Right. It's got a bunch of dive bars. Within walking distance, it's got the cupcake place that got shut down, the cafe. Uh, yeah, I will never I will never forgive them for shutting down my cupcake place. But they got the milkshake place and all the other stuff. So, And they got Motor Co., which is a pretty cool place, but apparently is a gay bar. I don't know. What no, it's a regular bar. It's not a gay bar. bar. It's a normal place. They okay. have like... They have, but like, a concert the street is that that is a place where uh, gay people like to hang out in terms of where they go in Durham. It's not specifically for them, but uh, apparently it's one of the places where a lot of them go. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, not that, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that not that it matters that, or anything yeah. like that. Well, I think it's just because it has the theater there. So I mean, people oh, like the theater. Yeah. So what? I mean, I don't have anything against yeah. that. But I was just like, I used to spend a lot of time in Mordecai, and I was like, I never realized that that was a stigma there. But anyway, whatever. Hey, it was. It was after we went. That I was told this as well. So I mean, yeah, I never made. The I wouldn't have. I ever, wouldn't have picked up anything. I would say the tap there was moldy. Oof. Or oh well, I don't think they cleaned them out very much. Yeah, so yeah. I got a, a different beer there, and it was just get a in beer. Fullstein. I mean, I'd rather go there for food, but yeah. Fullstein takes care of their taps and they take care of their beer, and people were all really nice. Yeah, it was but, cool. Uh, it was cool. I like the location. I think I think the bottom line is we highly recommend the uh, highly recommend the brewery. We can't really speak to the beer itself because. They don't can a lot of their good stuff, but uh, for the most right. part, we would definitely recommend going to the actual location. In yeah, Durham. if you're in Durham, definitely hit it up. Again, we're in Raleigh, so I wouldn't say I'd drive out there, but if I was going to Durham, I would go there because yeah. it is pretty good, and I had a nice time in the area. So, yeah. all right, fair for enough. Sure. And I, I, I would want some of their beer again. I will say that. I will say the uh, the guy who was busting the table was pretty nice. Oh, that's Pretty right. Nice. You hooked us up with some so extra. We got a little bread? bit of some, some some snacks, and it was like pimento cheese and some hummus, and they give you a crap ton of the actual dip, but they don't give you a whole lot of like the pita and the bread. So we ran out of bread pretty quickly, and we're like, we this guy was like picking up glasses, like, hey, is there any way we can get some more like bread or something like that? He's like, I think it's like a dollar charge, like telling us to go order it somewhere, and then. Just pulled out like two dollars cash. I was like, "Here you go." He's like, "All right, I got you." And, like, <laughs> and he came back with a bunch of bread. Yeah, he came yeah. Back with a bread. bowl of bread. So I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" So yeah, I, that, I mean, their service is great, and their their snacks are good. So yeah, even that part was pretty good. So uh, yeah, with that in mind, let's go ahead and get into the music part of the review. Yeah. So we're starting off with that album you didn't listen to. Her by her. And now, to be clarified, it is H-E-R, and then the album is Her. Not... No, the album is H-E-R. Okay. It's a self-titled album. It's H-E-R, H-E-R. It's not Her, Her. Well, she goes by Her. Because Her, Her is the one that I listen to. Her, Der. Her, Der. Yeah, that was definitely a Her, Der moment. Like, Actually, honestly, I recommend that album a lot. I would say everybody <laughs> should listen to it. But uh, we'll come back around and listen to it later down the road. But yeah, you should, I mean, uh, highly recommend it. it. It's like an alternative blues album. I what? was pleasantly surprised. Interesting. Uh, oh, so her, you, thought, you thought an alternative blues album one best one R&B best R and B. All right, so two. I don't know what defines R and B anymore. I, in case y'all can't tell over the over the whatever speakers you're listening to it. I am very pale, and I don't know what R&B is exactly. So to preface this, 
our categories, we this is a Grammy special where we had three categories. We each picked our category. I picked R&B. Kevin picked alternative. And uh, Logan happened to pick best album of the year. So what we did is we picked, yeah, he picked the winner. country and didn't know it was best album of the year until today. Yeah, oh. pretty much. Yeah. Okay, well, we can decide. Anyway, so we picked categories, picked the album that won, and then next time we'll pick another album of the same category. But for me, the best R&B was H-E-R. She goes by her, and her album was H-E-R, which is also her. So, Yeah, so we might not have any music today, but uh, take our word for it. Her hopes up. It was actually pretty good. So I don't have, obviously, since I listened to the wrong shit, I'm not going to have a lot to say about this. <laughs> So, Ozzy, I'll let you take it. What were your thoughts on the album? So, yeah, it's um, also to preface this, it is a compilation album. So, with that in mind, it is 21 tracks long, which is way too damn long for any album, let alone an R&B album. Because R&B is, I mean, it doesn't really change a lot. It's kind of smooth, slow. It sets a tone. It has a certain mood, but it's not going to jump at you. And I don't want to listen to 21 tracks of that. So that was probably the biggest gripe I had with this album is that it was 21 tracks long and it was kind of all the same, which I can't knock R&B for that because R&B doesn't have like sub-genres within itself. It's just kind of R&B. And I may be wrong about that. There may be more R&B in the world. I'm sure there is, but that's my knowledge of R&B. But with that, I actually really enjoyed this album um, when I took after I took breaks. Um, but yeah, it was very smooth and... But yeah, I really enjoyed this album. Um, it was a typical R&B album, but it was, you know, her topics were pretty good. I mean, she talked about, you know, relationships with guys and being a woman. And it's a very woman-centric album. Um, and I do like that. She's very smooth. She sings very well. It had very good beats. It really reminded me a lot of Solange, who's another kind of R&B hip-hop artist. And um, it's very soothing music and... I, I listened to it, and I, like I said, I took breaks because it was so long, but in the little spurts that I got, I did enjoy it. No, All right, no, so anyway, again, uh, I don't have any opinion. I didn't listen to it. Kevin, what were your thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I agree with what Ozzy said. It was 21 tracks long. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like a fucking job trying to get through this, especially if you're trying to cram it in for a podcast. And... Um, but, like, if you listen to this album and, like, three or four songs at the time, I could see where you would really enjoy it. Because it is kind of slow and kind of soothing and stuff like that, but nothing really jumps out at you. Um, if you were just kind of hanging out with some friends and, like, just really low-key chilling, you know, it would be a good thing to have on in the background. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um because you're not really going to pick up a whole lot. And I'm sure, like, someone's listening to this album and every lyric spoke to somebody because that's just how music is. But that's not really what happened with me. I don't hate it. I don't listen to a whole lot of R&B, and I don't really hate it. I hated the fact that it was 21 tracks long. Um, but other than that, I mean, it wasn't bad. I can see why she won. It was a good album. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you're right about that. It is... Um, so even, would, even outside of what your knowledge is of R&B, I enjoyed listening to it. It was good. Um, what I really liked about it is that she actually did a lot of her own producing. Like, she actually was in charge of a lot of her music. 
So it's very good to see that talent. She actually performed at the Grammys and she played guitar and sang and um, it was actually impressive to see that because when I think of R&B, I just kind of think of a singer. But she was also a producer, you know, plays some of the instruments on the albums. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, the lyrics itself, they were, they were good, you know, very, some of them were empowering, some of them were, um, I can see why people can relate to some of them, because in some of the songs, she kind of questions herself, questions her relationships, and just kind of makes it relatable for people, maybe for other younger women, and stuff like that. So I can see why she won, um, and the Grammys this past year, I think, were very women-centric. There were a lot of women doing um, powering things, and I can see why they chose her out of the group. How old is she? Uh, she's like twenty something. She's really young. Am I allowed to say that she's thick? Because that's uh, what that's what she looks like. I'm just saying. I mean, you're allowed to say that. She's a. Uh, oh no, she's eighteen. My bad. Oh well, so then no. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're still allowed. It's a sensitive topic. Oh no, she's twenty two, dog. Okay. Well, then she's fine. How right. old is this woman? She's twenty two. All right. I, I looked somewhere, it up. Somewhere, she lost and gained approximately <laughs> ten years of her life. She was previously on. She was originally on Radio Disney's Next Best Thing, according to Wikipedia. So she was like doing music since she was like fourteen. Look how far she's come. Yeah, she's no, I mean it was cool. She looks like she is. She was. She was not. She was not. No. I'm she just looking at this like 21. outline of her from the. She's twenty-one. I'm looking at this outline. In on the, the album on cover. the album cover, and I'm like, dang. All right, anyway. Anyway, good, good talk. <laughs> but yeah, music yeah. wise, it's pretty good. I, I, I do like it. I will revisit some of the music. I think I will pick and choose my own singles that I want to listen to. Um, but I will. I don't think I'll listen to the album again just because of its. Uh, yeah. Heft. It's, it's heft. Yes, I actually am looking forward to seeing a studio album because this was a compilation. I want to see what her studio album, album sounds like. So. I don't know when that'll be, but I'll look out for it for sure. Is the studio album the one without the periods? Because if so, I really like that album. No, that was a completely <laughs> different band. You messed up. You listened to the wrong album. Can we at least get some input on your album? What was it? How it was, was it good? It was... I actually really liked that album. I'm, I was, like, super high on that album. Um so yeah, but you were like, high listening to the album, or you were high because yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like, I, I was gonna, gonna rank, to. I was gonna rank that album as the best album of the three that we listened to this week. Um, it was. Uh, so I'm, I'm less confused about your ranking now. It was an or al- more confused. I was more confused because sure. he messaged me at work. He's like, "Your album is best album." I'm like, "No, it was like a alternative blues album," and I had been looking for a bluesy kind of vibe. Uh, but yeah, it's. It's one of those albums where uh, the silence makes the songs, where there's not a lot. It's not, a song. it's not. There's not a lot of music to start off the album, but they blend in the fact that there's vocals with the lack of music, and then they kick in the beat and everything else, and that makes the song kind of blend together for you. And I really like that. It was a very nice. It was a unique touch. It wasn't something I was expecting, and I thought it was pretty damn good. Um, well, they mix their vocals really good. Well, uh, they did a very good job, um, with the blending. I think a lot of it was kind of repetitive. That would be my one downside to the album, but overall it was pretty good. I would highly recommend it. Has nothing to do with the album. We're actually, no, I just want to get your input on it since you did take time to listen to that and <laughs> yeah. you show up and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're trying to find a clip to play, which it clearly didn't matter. Cause I don't think anybody can hear it anyways. Found out that he uh, chose the wrong album. Yeah, he had a, he had a clip ready, and it was like 
who is this? And me and Kevin are like, we didn't listen to that song. Uh, it didn't it? sound right. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention, but it didn't sound right for the type of music that went on the album that I listened to, so... Oh, wah, wah, wah. All right, fine. Let's move on to our next album. So, uh... Best Alternative Album. Best Alternative Album. Beck Colors. That was Kevin's pick. Kevin Kevin was very big on this album, actually. Because I'm white. I'm pre-programmed to like Beck. It's just how it works. He's not wrong. So, I'm going to give this a... like Weird Al. You, you know at least one Weird Al song as a yeah. white person. Try to see, go, do you know going, one Weird Al song? He's going to the concert. Try and catch me riding white and nerdy. You're going to the concert? I'm going to oh, the concert. Oh, yeah, you got a white card for sure. So we're having some minor technical difficulties. We apologize that uh, you'll have to listen to this song on your own time. Anyway, Kevin, this was your album. I'm going to let you lead off. Much like Ichiro in Japan, I'll let you lead off batting. What What are your thoughts? Ichiro? Uh, I mean, if Ichiro was the best hitter, he'd be fourth. But... This isn't, we're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> He's right. So um, I liked it uh, a lot. I actually went back and listened to the album again, which I rarely ever do with any of these things on the podcast. I'm going to be honest with you guys. This one's I usually listen to one. Never go back. And then never go back. And I actually liked um, I liked this album a lot, so I went back and listened to it. Wow. I see. <laughs> There's some interesting lyrics in it um, throughout, but it, all in all, it sounds a lot like Beck. Um, That's it. That's right there. That's a review. All in all, it sounds like Beck. Well, it, yeah. not, not only Beck, but it does also sound like MGMT. Um, what song was that? Dreams? Dreams, yes. Yeah, so Dreams sounds yeah, exactly like Electric Feel by MGMT. It is 100%, almost, 100%, 100% the same yeah. song. He is not wrong. It, it, when I listen to it, I'm like, this is a blatant rip. And knowing Beck, because Beck is a creative kind of person, um, you know, his albums are always, he's always doing alternative stuff. And I think like a couple years ago, he also won Best Alternative Album. He did. And that one was even more weird. That one had like folk in it. It was really all over the place. This one's a little bit more straightforward with alternative. Kind yeah. of in the safe zone of alternative, I'll say that. That was kind of my I will say it's gripe. a little bit more... It's more, it's more commercial. Oh, no, stuff, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Kind of simpy feel to it, other than, I mean, if you're listening to just like Loser by Beck, and that's the only one you ever know, um, it's definitely not as rocky. It's not Loser, it's not where it's at, it's not anything like that. Yeah, but the whole album does have a, a similar feel to it, and it's kind of like a light and floaty kind of feel. Um, except for, well, Dream still does that, but that's, it sounded exactly like MGMT. Yeah, that one was probably my least favorite. And it's on here twice, because there's like an original and there's a remix. Colors kind of mix. Colors mix. So that was annoying to listen to it twice. But I will say, Kevin is right that it was kind of all the, kind of all the same realm. It was very upbeat. Uh, nothing was out of the ordinary. He didn't have like a slow song or anything. Most of it was upbeat and kind of fast-tempoed, and that's catchy. It, 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 so, a lot yeah. of the songs I was humming to myself, a lot of the songs I was saying again because he did have dumb lyrics and they caught my, you know, my ear. So he did his job in doing that, but so, I will say that I it got a little bit repetitive for me sometimes. Yeah. And I didn't want to hear MGMT when I don't even well, like that's MGMT. Why the- the whole album is only how many tracks instead of 21? That is true. It, 10. It is 10, so that's good. Yeah. I will give it that. As as, as the one of the albums I actually listened to this week, um, I will say that uh, I was, I'm kind of split on this one 
because not because it's bad. Okay, I want to clarify. I like this album a lot. I thought it was good. It's definitely a Beck kind of album, and if you like Beck, it's a Beck album. I don't know that it deserves. Said it best, brother. I don't know that it deserves alternative album of the year because it's just like generic. No offense. It's Beck it's very it's very generic alternative. Oh, yeah, he should always be. Beck is, he should always be in the running for Beck it. Beck right? is alternative. So but, therefore, when Beck makes an album, he he just automatically. I don't know. Yeah, what? see, it's it's kind of like what we were talking about with um, uh, Allison Chains with Rainier Fog, where it's just like you know this person has got the history behind them where they just earn it. You know, yeah, it would be like yeah. if Metallica dropped a new album, they would easily be in the running for yeah, best ex- metal album. Exactly. Right? I will say that uh, "Wow" on the album, the name of the the track, is the most white boy rap song I've ever heard in my entire life. I actually, I love like, this song. <laughs> oh, I, I love it too. I don't. I hate it. What you don't like? Pissing the wind because nah, so kind. Fresh? I don't know. It's, it's... <laughs> That shit I mean, is awesome. I, I do like that that one was kind of out there. It's it, so it white was, bread. It, it, it's amazing. Because it was right after Dreams, and it, it was actually between Dreams and Up All Night, and those sound the same to me. Ooh, Up All Night, that's the one that would be that's on the radio right yes, now. Yes, it is the commercial. It is on the radio. Yeah, so that would be the song on the album that people oh, have possibly oh, yeah. heard. Well, Colors is also, this one. Dreams is also a single from like forever ago. Forever ago? Yeah, like oh, earlier check, than, check like out last out. year. Dude, it's so white boy yeah. rap. It's see, what, see what you think of Wow. That is, I will say it was the weird one and I was about to say that Dreams and Up All Night to me sound the same. They have a weird like acoustic kind of guitar in the back and then synths and then he comes in see, and think... it sounds all the same to me for those two but Wow was a nice little takeaway, right. a little break for it. But the content-wise, I just wasn't. I think it. Up All Night sounds a little bit more like Weezer than it does MGMT. Um, I think it's kind of floating towards that back to the shack kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, but I can see that. that. But but for real, Dreams is just ridiculously too close to MGMT. Oh no, and that, that is just that kind of left a sour yeah. taste in my mouth after listening to the album. But the rest of the songs, I um. I like uh, Seventh yeah. Heaven. The one that we tried to play is really good. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, I like I like the little. Beck does well about putting some intricate things in in his songs, and that's what he always does. He has weird kind of out there, nothing too amazing, but like just he has like little layers to his music that make it a little bit more interesting than like just your ogre. normal alternative songs. Well, well, and again, like an ogre's got layers. Yeah, like a logger and, and onions. And onions. And onions. They have layers. And, and it makes them all good. So yeah. certain certain aspects, of, like Seventh Heaven, and it has like a nice little like, um, I guess it's a guitar, but it's like almost like a slide kind of aspect to it. And it just rings so well in my ear. And that's why I like that song Sounds a lot. like the Ice Caverns in Ocarina of Time. Uh, well, and again, this just gets that. back to my Trust point where it's like, I liked it. It's good. I, I guess I'm gonna have to listen to some more of these albums because I, I I don't know that Did it you deserves... listen to the wrong colors album again. Uh, no, I don't think it. I don't think that it deserved album of the year. But this uh, one didn't win album of the year. The best alternative album. Shut the fuck up. It didn't deserve. Yeah. I don't know that it deserved. You're the only one who chose album of the think... year. Yes. I don't know that it deserved alternative album of the year. And we will well, see. We will find yeah, out we will actually month. find out next month when we do the... You know, a bunch the, of cocaine. The second version of Probably this. Probably going to pass on that one. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, who, was all, who else was the best alternative? It was like Arctic Monkeys, Bjork, Bjork St. Vincent, and then one other band that... Don't knock know. Bjork until you try it. But 
Saint it's Vincent. like a bunch of cocaine. I like St. Vincent, so oh, we'll see Darryl. what they have. Brian Merrill. Yeah, anyway, it was surprising that he won, but whatever. It wasn't mean, surprising. It's Beck. Yeah, Beck, surpri- Beck runs, Beck wins. He's got nominated. Easy nomination. Okay. Obviously. All right. Beck runs, Beck wins. We get it. Oh, all right. So let's get to the one that I really wanted to talk about. What's the category for us? Because we don't even know. We still don't know. Well, I chose it as best country album, but okay. as best album, I kind of want to discuss it even more now. Please don't make me listen to another country album. Um, so, yeah. Casey, Casey Musgrave's uh, Golden Hour. Yeah, you, were, you thought I was going to screw up the name, huh? I, I thought you were, yep. Golden Hour won best country album and, and won best album of the year. So we're still confused as to which one, which category you picked, but we'll go with whatever you want. I picked it as best country, but I honestly kind of want to talk about it as both, um, because I was, I was a little caught off guard by this album. It was not nearly as country as I thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah, that was the that whole was first thing for me. The whole first half of it, there's a lot of synth. There's a lot of different kind of like musical instruments that you wouldn't typically expect to be in a country song. She does a lot of mixing, the vocals for some of them. She does, uh, she works in maracas and bongos, which is not typically, typically when you think of a country song, you think of basically two instruments, maybe a six string or a fiddle, you know, maybe a banjo and possibly drums. But usually it's just going to be one or two of those. It's not going to be the whole ensemble. And she really picked out like a, bunch of different music a bunch of different instruments and to mix them together yeah. uh, she got very creative with it i was pleasantly surprised with that at least for the first half of the album uh, i'm not even going to try and play because we're having the technical difficulties yeah, that's unfortunate because like the song we had picked is called El- velvet elvis and it's so so weird um and not what i would hear on a country album let alone best country album like to say um because i mean Let's be honest. The Grammys are very commercial, and country commercial is not, not really that good. I mean, country commercial is generic. It's straightforward. It's tailored to, for the pop, for pop, it's pop. It's pop music. Yeah. And this is nowhere near that. This is for me to when I started listening to this. The first song had a bit of twang. The second song had a bit of twang. But after that, it started devolving into what you were saying. It was like, experimental. Yeah, I mean, it was experimental by country standards. It's not an experimental album. But yes, I understand that it just kind of devolved into something else that by the end of it, I was like, did I just listen to a country album or did I listen to like another kind of weird alternative folk country mix album? Um, So I will touch on something that kind of fascinated me with it, which was – so I don't know how familiar y'all are with the country uh, genre as far as how they make music. A lot of the times what country artists will do is there will be artists who will write the songs and will just sell those songs because they can't – they don't have the talent, they don't have the quality, or they don't have the namesake to perform them. I don't know that that's Yeah, that's old school Nashville uh, country yeah. in itself where people used to – there used to be a bunch of songwriters – they would write the songs and then people would perform them. But according to um, the credits on this, she had a lot of writing on her. Right. Most it of the songs. felt like it felt like the majority of these songs she wrote herself. Now there were a few on the end where I was like, "This is starting to get into territory of I'm not sure if you wrote this or if somebody else did." But uh, I mean, for the most part, 
it felt like she wrote them all herself, and that was what I really liked about it, uh, was that aspect. Because once you get away from that, you start to get into what Kevin and I were talking about before, what you don't like, which is the whole, oh, my dog ran away, my boyfriend left me. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the generic schlock of country music. God, I hate country music so much. <laughs> that's understandable. Like, it's that's so it. bad. Like, I listened to the first song on this album which was slow burn and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna make it through this album (laughs) and i mean it got better over time i would say that it never really picked up a whole lot of tempo it was all like um kind of slow country it wasn't that like pick it up pace i'm uh a really big you know success kind of deal but still talking about farming and pickup trucks and stuff like that and um but it wasn't all sad is what i was telling you earlier because usually when you do the slow tempo country songs it's usually um you know dog ran away uh stereotypical yeah you know, you're stereotypical pandering uh country music stuff well, it had it had its fair share which it had some but not all of them were the sad yeah. they were I like well, like she actually did again. say that in her song. She said something about, "I love it when you put your hands on my body," and that was triggered instantly. <laughs> I don't know. I liked uh, Space Cowboy. Yeah, that Space Cowboy was great. Space Cowboy was was nice. Cowboy I, Bebop. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was that was, was it, immediately when I saw that I was like, "Oh, Cowboy Bebop, baby." Um, <laughs> I mean, I the first half. I mean, they really had me in the first half as a loss, but then the second half, it kind of even keeled out for me. Because I think because it was sounding more and more like the same old country in terms of like the style and tempos that I made me listen to the lyrics a little bit more. Like, are they still talking about some random bullshit that they talked about in the last song? And then it wasn't. So it turned out to be a little bit better. Album of the year? Nah, absolutely not. Well, see, and that's the part that—that's the part that fascinated me. When I listened to it, I was like, I could immediately see how it was the best country album of the year, best album of the year. Uh, what? Uh, I I don't know. Looking at the category, I honestly don't think. I honestly think it probably should have won it. Yeah. No. I I think so because. You you mean? Okay. look, Look at it as a country album. It's weird. It's 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 great for a country album, but it's even better because it's not essentially defined by being country. Everything else on that list was defined exactly what it was. Nothing jumped out, and this was the only thing I can think that actually jumped out. And I will say, some of these songs, like I said, when I finished it, I'm like, did I actually listen to a country album? And the I love it. Yes, you no, listened to a country album. I mean, I did. It, it, it wasn't like a, a country generic album. country album, and I loved it just because. I mean, Space Cowboy, Velvet Elvis. <laughs> And there was a song in there that I think also is one of my favorites. It's called Wonder Woman. Her lyrics were very oh, yeah. creative. Very, very creative because she's talking about Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman, not being able to lasso you in, talking about how she doesn't need a Superman in her life. Like it was just very creative. If it says she wrote it, um, she says she has other writers, but it was it was just creative. The music well, was and great. That was, and that was kind of what I liked about it as well. Um when we were talking about the screenwriters, I was like Say what you will about certain country artists like Toby Keith, for example, where it's like, you know... Stadium country. Yeah, but yeah. guess what? You can tell that they wrote the album songs because they it's their style, it's their whatever. 
they wrote a song about red solo cups and big dream tractors and yeah the standard she thinks my tractor says whoa whoa don't knock that song that song's banging <laughs> that, that song is not bad. Oh, I, 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 I love some commercial country and I love old country. So. Old country is good. But I mean, I, I, I like, I like no, I do, some of I the do. in between. Like Tim McGraw and, you know, Please Brooks and Dunn Jackson, and Alan Brad, Jackson. Don't give me. Oh, what about Brad, Brad Paisley? Stuff uh, like Brad Paisley's uh, pushing no, it. Sorry. Brad no, Paisley's no, pushing get it. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, Keith Urban, Kenny Chesney. That's, that is new age and I'm not into but it. But that. I will say that's what I like about the country that I listen to is that it's creative, it's unique. They they put a spin on it. They put their own lyrics into there. It's not just them singing about how Bertha ran away and how the government's going to take their land, you know, stuff like that. It's yeah, don't give me that. Chew tobacco. Uh, Going fishing. I love the dog more than my wife. Yeah. My trucks broke down. <laughs> and that was what I liked about this album was it was definitely more creative than that. Yeah. And, I mean, I will give you there were songs too. in here that did have that and did fit the moniker of, you know, oh, my boyfriend is not here or I feel better when I'm with my boyfriend or I'm happy and sad. There's literally a song title called that and little things like that. But it had songs like Wonder Woman. It had songs like Space Cowboy where she talked about, hey, I need Elvis. to give you space. You do you. Yeah. I'll do me. And what was it? Oh, what a world! That was a cool song. Well, and then when we talked Lonely about Lonely Weekend was cool. Sorry, but Lonely I had to get this in. Lonely Weekend was cool because she talked about how she just wanted to do nothing at home and didn't want to go out and party. She wanted to do nothing at home, and she said, "I have a long list of stuff to do, and I'm not doing any of it." That's my life. Yeah, yeah. but like it's that's not typical country, but it was country at the same time. Well, I so also like what you pointed out where she has a great vocal range. She's very creative with, yeah, how she, she very well. with how she experiments with the music. She's not just playing the same generic junk. She wants to try and get out there, and I respect that a lot. Do I think it deserves Album of the Year? Well, given the nominees, I'm not entirely sure. Um, because I honestly I have other albums that I liked more than this one. Well, yeah, a personal preference, I I wouldn't put that on album of the year at all. But based off of what the Grammy cat people picked, I I can see why. Yeah, I can, I can see, see why. why. That's what's so great about music. Everyone has their own opinion. Well, I also have a theory that the what? Grammys went full blast feminist this year, but we're not gonna go into that. Uh, go into that, please, by all means. Oh, no. If you count up the amount of women that won, it was completely unfair in versus how many men won. But, but it's, I think it's because last year during the Grammys or after the Grammys, they asked the, uh, I guess, the director of it why there were not as many women winners. And he went on record and said that if there were more women that made good albums, essentially, that more women would win. And it sounded very insensitive. Quit, quit making shitty albums. And I think what he meant to say is, you know, if there were more women, or like, it, it is an unfair I'm game just, because there are more men in music than women. Did, did Ariana Grande win anything this she year? She did. She won Best, uh, I think, Pop Album? Oh, okay. Sweetener. Sweetener, yeah. Sweetener won. Okay, good. I was like, yeah, because yeah. if she didn't... Or she I would won, be... like, Best Pop Vocal or something like that. I was about to say, because if she didn't win anything, I would be like, what? This is just straight-up politics. But that's just my theory. Isn't that how it's the Grammys works? Theory. Isn't all politics for the Grammys? Well, that's how the Academy... Like, a, like a, an academy that yeah, nominates all these it. people, so... Yeah, so I think they were like, oh, like shit, we had bad publicity off of last year. Let's kind of, you know... 
Like some kind yeah, of academy wasn't, that wasn't gives out awards. Off that Beck won an album like two years ago instead of someone else. Yeah, because he won album of the year, I think, and people yeah. were pissed off that he won that instead of like Beyonce. I think Beyonce somebody, yeah, was. it wasn't the Kanye thing. That was like forever. Yeah, well, the Kanye thing was a while ago too. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I, that was when T Swift. Actually, speaking of T Swift, this is a Casey Casey Musgraves is a better T Swift in every state in every fashion. She did she did country better. She did pop better she realized that country was crappy and then went to pop well see i don't know if you realize how bad country is i don't know if you realize this but if you listen to the last taylor swift album you you would know that what happened to the old taylor swift oh she killed herself she's dead (laughs) i really hope so also that last taylor swift album was also not good so uh, yeah. 1989 or whatever. That was wasn't awesome. the last. No, I'm, I'm just saying album. that one was great. Yeah, that was the last. 1994, one. I think is what it's called. 1989. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 1989. Yeah, really, I like that. 84 would be the book about the. But I thought that was kind of. That's why I remembered it. I thought that she named it. No, something I think it says something to do with. Oh, I thought you said 1994. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so. Yeah, back really the best album at all. No, I'm big on the. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go and home and listen to this. You have two to choose from. Honestly, I liked her, not H E R. I one. liked her. Damn it! <laughs> it was a great. It was a great album. I'm surprised it didn't get nominated for anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So hopefully next time we can pick another Grammy award nominee and this time logan will listen to the right one we'll make sure that we give him the link instead of saying her by her and he picks her there by is her. there is no way in hell um yeah, when we're looking at the nominees let's look her? at the nominees for best album of the year just just to give her by her the winner was golden hour by casey musgraves the other one was cardi b invasion Gross. of privacy brandy carlisle by the way i forgive you scorpion by drake her by her my her Beer, beer bombs and Bentleys by Post Malone, which we're gonna listen to next week. <sighs> Dirty Computer by Keep Janelle Monet, or next month, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. And Black Panther the album from the movie. So looking at all that, there's no way Casey Musgraves didn't win. Like, by the all way, that is just subpar. Am, am Janelle, I, Janelle Monet was actually pretty cool. Am I allowed movie. to be upset that they picked Black Panther but they didn't pick fucking uh, Spider Verse? Well, Spider Verse was in 2019. Yeah. Yes, you are. You're not allowed. Because it wasn't in the 2018 yeah, selection. It was a 2018 this selection. Is bull, this, is this is bullshit. This is bullshit. If but it we'll happens see. next year. Yeah, if you don't get then, it next year, I can understand. Then you're allowed to be upset. But, but I think they picked Big Panther because it's a big black movement kind of thing. So yeah, that's just me. Well, I mean, that's, was, that's also why the song of the year was This Is America. No, anyway, sorry. Oh. Well, that one caused so many memes, it was totally worth it. That it was, was worth it. Uh, most of those memes were just off the front song. But yeah. But yeah. yeah, so that that was the best album of the year nominees. But our plan is for the next one to pick, I guess, another yeah. album from the same. Uh, whoa. From the same. Uh, Ariana Grande's chin is huge. That. Yeah, that's not a flattering. That's not a great photo. No. But she did win best pop vocal. There you go. All right, so I, she deserved it. I, I, I like that album. That's probably one of my favorites that we've listened to. I would. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd give that one over. Casey Musgraves, but no, I'd, I'd put it in there. So next week, uh, we are listening to Post Malone. Yeah. Or next month. Next month. That's the one he chose for best. No, no the one. No, the one that's yeah. going by. Mass Education, yeah. Mass, mass Seduction. Mass Seduction, Sorry. dude. 
So she, they were, she was nominated in two different categories? Well, that's the writer. Oh. is a group. Okay. But Mass Education is another album nominated for Best Alternative. It's not the name. <laughs> Mass Seduction. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to be like Logan and saying sweet. Listen to yes. the wrong song. Sweetness. Mass, Mass Seduction by St. Vincent. And mine will be, uh, what was it? Uh, it was the other R&B... Uh, good thing by Leon Bridges. Yeah. You sure you don't want Gumbo no, unplugged? No, I don't want. I want Leon Bridges. I like. Oh Leon my Bridges. God, that is an unplugged live album. That's the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. That's worse than country. Might be. But yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if the albums we pick deserve to be picked or not. So that'll be exciting to do the second. Oh my God, picked either way. That is true. They won regardless, in my opinion. Yeah. And then uh, if it was me. The struts would just win. There you go. Yep, and then uh, I'll have to figure out uh, how to listen to all three albums. The struggle has never been more real. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Stay tuned next time. Next we'll time see if we'll Logan can type in correctly albums. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm a, I am going to pull an Aussie and be like, mass education. No, Logan, it was mass seduction. What is wrong with you? He's going to listen to Rise Against song? Yeah, he's going to listen to the Rise Against album. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> The old one. I don't know why this one got put in there. It was made like in 2009. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they picked this album, but it's That's, pretty good. And he just gets more pissed off about the Spider-Verse album not being in there. <laughs> I swear, I think the rest of our uh, podcasts are going to have at least one Spider-Verse uh, rant. Best album of all time. I'm here listening to Best Country. I'm, why wasn't it nominated? Spider-Man. God, it had a country song in there. It did have a country. Okay. It did not have a country song in there. <laughs> Did not. And I had a rhino song. Elephant song, sorry. Thank you. Anyway. Got an elephant. Yeah. I got an elephant. No, wait, there was another, there was a song about an elephant. Okay, fine. Everybody's got to go home now. Have a fun time. Uh, Check us out at Tommy's Leather on Spotify and iTunes. Hey, you got it. Drunken Mustache. Oof, this guy's been listening to himself. Yeah, this guy's been paying attention in class. Thanks, thanks, Kevin. All right, thanks for making me look more incompetent. All right. Couldn't even listen to that album. Y'all have a good night. Bye, everybody. Bye.